This is the Bikers Podcast. <laughs> Don't forget to scan your club card. No, but that's it. That's well, we're going one. with that. We're going with that. That's the one. Uh, Motorcycle modifications. Uh, not not just not just like just exhaust, typical stuff. I, I want to go in deep with everything that can be or not everything. What I can think of that can be done to a bike. Anything. Anything. Anything your mind can think of. So I was Scrap I think the first the first thing we should go over is mm-hmm. what what modifications we can think of. What what can you think of that you'd that wouldn't come factory or you'd want to change on a bike after you buy it new? I always put an exhaust on straight away. Yeah. I first thing I do is buy an exhaust one. straight away. I hate stock sound. Like my yeah. CBR five hundred, I bought it. I hadn't had my, I didn't have my A2 at that point either, but I bought an exhaust before I even had my A2 license because I thought it sounded like, you know, when you stick your head out of a car window when it's going 70. Yeah. That's what it sounded like. <laughs> I just had oh to get rid God. of it. So just, yeah, exhaust just straight ruffled. away. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got exhaust. What else would you, would you change? Uh, I, I like a quad lock on my bike. I like a phone mm. mount so I can have GPS. Yes, that is actually one I completely forgot about and went over my head, but that's that is a good one. Yep. And tail I go tail tidy. I always go exhaust, tail tidy, phone mount. I yes. Sh- ta- tail tidy is something I do need, and that is something I'm gonna bring up later. Which I'm I'm to be honest, I'm sort of a bit stuck on it. But we'll we'll, we'll bring this up later. It's it's in it's in the notes. So Yep, carry on, sorry. Yeah, okay, (laughs) that's fine. I also get shorty levers. I prefer them. Although I have big hands, I normally break with like my first three fingers. I don't really put pressure on my pinky. I don't know why, it's just how I exist. I don't Uh, either, it's how it is. If I have a sport bike, I buy tinted screen. Yes. Because I like my dark screens. Um, Other than that, there's optional extras I get. If I got the money, I'll put heated grips on it. Mm, uh, may- maybe nice. a comfort seat, you know them air bubble seats to make you feel like you're sitting on a cloud. Yeah, I don't, I don't really need that at the minute because my seat is just ridiculously soft and comfortable. Yeah, but I think if I get a sport bike, it's just gonna. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. My bike's ten years old now. Coming up ten years old next year. Oh my god! But I don't think the seat has ever been changed. It's like sitting on a rock now. It's just very. <laughs> it's hard. That's <laughs> my ass yeah. within the first minute, and I'm on a naked bike. That's how bad it is. So yeah, the it's new not ideal. Trying to think what else I put onto a sport bike. Uh, phone charger to go with the quad lock. Yeah. Modified a battery on there. Oh, yeah. something else I get that not many people have mm-hmm. is I get a foot for the kickstand. A foot for the kickstand? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, th- the I think about it. At the bottom, it's got a nice wide base on it, so it's got a shoe on it, essentially. Yeah, it's. I, I guess if you're parking on grass or, or like gravel or something, it just gives it a bit more bit more surface area to yeah, to yeah even on just on, sort of normal pavement it's sat on instead of like a stubby bit of metal it's sat on a metal plate so it's much more stable yeah, yeah. although i don't think i can turn you know people do kickstand turns yeah i haven't managed to figure that one out no mine grates like anything it sounds disgusting oh, yeah. as i twist it so i just don't do it because i think although, i'm just wrecking it yeah i've never really tried it probably meet on the 30th it's 30th right yeah 30th 
I'm going to try it. That's I'm right. Try a proper kickstand turn. Oh, you're going to give it a go? I am going to give it a proper... I've only sort of given it a few like, eh, yeah, no, I can't really, don't feel good about that. But I'll give it a proper full-on go. Well, this episode's yeah. going to be out after the 30th, so we'll just have to pretend you've That's, done it already. Yeah. So, well done, talk. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, right, can yeah. I carry on. Mods, yeah, okay. Uh, some Something else I think not many people are um, thinking as a mod. I say quite a lot on YouTube as well. Is tires. Picking oh, yeah. the right set of tires for your bike is just Six. night and day. I won't lie. I have never... I've only changed tires once on a motorbike because I change motorbike more than I change tires. That's yeah, that's understandable. <laughs> but if, if I if I was to buy an R1 right now, yeah. I mean to be fair, I haven't done the research. I don't know what the stock factory R1 tires are like. But if I were to, I would probably switch out the tires for for anything else. I what's your favorite tire I, brand then? I I I gotta go with I like I like a good good Pirelli. Yeah, Obviously, I like Pirelli or Bridgestone. Pirelli top tier, Bridgestone. Yeah, I do love a good battle axe tire. Yeah, I used to love Dunlop for most, but they're a bit too pricey for what they are now, so I just don't buy them. This may sound really stupid, but I don't like Dunlop just because of how it sounds. And I think I think of um, oh, what movie is it? The Mr. Bean movie. Is it? Is it the one where he goes to France? I think so. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. she's she's got the mini, and he looks at the tires and goes Dunlop. <laughs> that's all that's that's all I can think of whenever I hear Dunlop and but it's now I want ruined Dunlop it tires. I think it's, I don't know because of that I, I, I want them more now I need new tires for my MT next month well I say that every month but well I, yeah. I need to put a new rear tire on but I'll get the front done at the same time yeah so I'm so always good. shopping for tires but it's just so, so expensive so far I've only had to change one tire and that was on my 125 ago. Yeah, tyres last a long time, to be fair, as long as you're not an idiot on yeah. it. But I don't know about you, yeah, but I don't really do burnouts much. That's the other thing. Different tyres wear differently. You get a proper exactly. performance tyre that you take to the track. like sort of a, I'd say like sort of semi-slick track street tyre. That's going to mm -hmm. wear out ten times quicker than, than some road-only sort of middle-of-the-road tyre that you'd get. For sort of on the cheap, your mate down the road's got one, so he gave it to you, type thing. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean there. I always go for the best premium tyre available for my bike because they all have speed ratings as well. So yes. I always go for the highest speed rating, even though I don't need it. Yeah, and because... the other thing is the tread. How much tread yeah. are you gonna? Are you gonna if you're doing a lot of of um, riding in the rain, you're probably gonna want a nice tread on your tyre. Yeah, you want to... a good bit of grip. To force that water out from under the tire and out, out away out of the way, so you've got as much grip as you can get. I used to experiment using um, Ride Four on the PC. Did you ever play that <laughs> game with me? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I used still, to still put on the time. slickest tires for the thunderstorm routes. Oh my god! Didn't even know you Did could you? do that. No, you can change your tires. Did you know Ride Five has come out now? I've seen that, but honestly, Ride Four is good enough for me. It is. I hope the R7's in Ride 5 and then I'll think about buying it for maybe a yeah, stream one true. day. 
that's true. That would be quite good. But yes, another thing that goes well with tires, suspension. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Having yeah. good, not only good brand or good factory suspension, but having it set up to you as well. Your weight and your style of riding. Especially your height as well. Yes, your suspension height, is thing. incredibly adjustable, but it depends on the bike. Because my bike mm. doesn't have adjustable suspension. It is Neither how is it mine, is. Yeah. Yeah. That's just Yamaha though, isn't it? Um, yeah. I froze for a second there. Sorry, hang on. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I've gone as well. Completely <laughs> obliterated. Oh, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah, so front forks aren't really adjustable much either anymore, are they? You can up and down the height, but to actually change like the actual fork feeling to lower the yeah. height for somebody you know, or increase the height, you got to change for coils inside now. Yeah, you, yeah, you've got to change the spring rates. And if you've got, I mean, having adjustable um, front suspension would be nice because you can change if you're an avid track rider, but you also ride that bike on the on the road. Having that ability to change the sort of compression and rebound would um, drastically make your life 10 times easier. And if oh, you, if, especially if you're competitive riding, you're going to want the best of the best suspension settings. But and if I you know, want I know, settings, sorry. I, I was going to say, I know on the MTs, a lot of people complain about the suspension and it's too soft. Yes, but they do actually. I, That's why I, uh, I got you to pick up that harder oil <laughs> to go in my forks a couple months yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah. I weigh nothing, so so I think the suspension's quite fine. I do notice in the corners it does get a bit sort of oceany and wavy going going. Yeah. going I feel that as through, well. But Sometimes I feel my the front of my bike goes higher than the back of my bike in a corner. Yes. It's like the front suspension is uh, I wouldn't say weak. I'd say it's too springy. Because as I dip mm. into the corner, the front suspension will come up. So I can't get that proper yeah. lean. But I'm used yeah. to riding a sport bike, so that might just be normal. Uh, I've uh, never ridden a sport bike, so I'm not too, uh, oh, too sure on it. that. I, next bike, I'm trying. If the insurance doesn't absolutely kill me, I'm trying yeah. to get a sports bike. I don't know what yet. A lot of people are going, oh, get a litre bike, blah, 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 blah. But I think I might actually get a 600. Ah, well, I've got just a video for you. Last week, <laughs> I uploaded a video called Litre Bikes Are Dying. Nobody wants a 1,000cc anymore. I don't know. I think I, I know a lot of people that want the 1,000cc, but a lot of companies are sort of like, eh, I don't know. Can't afford sort of. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. That's so expensive. I mean, R1 is like the dream bike for me. But yeah. Bloody hell is it expensive, especially on insurance, oh God, yeah. tax, maintenance on it. I'm still going to buy even... one. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I haven't even tried looking at insurance yet. I'm just, it's, I know it's going to be out unaffordable for the next uh, Insurance quotes scare me. Yeah, I don't. Not a big fan. I've got Not a question a for you. Yes. Since we're talking about mods today, what mods yes. are on your bike? Oh, that's a good one. Mods on my bike. I have, from what I can remember, my absolutely amazingly beautiful full titanium Van Diemen exhaust with the little, little 
little donut pipe in the middle goes around in a circle I love it <laughs> I have bar end some cheap bar end mirrors proper Chinese you they do me well anti-glare can't ask for much more they look good bit of a gap in between the uh, the grip and the, the end of the bar end but you can just ignore that I have so I I guess you could call this a mod I've taken off the um rear pillion pegs because I never really have pillion so yeah that's called um, pillion peg delete that is a mod yeah Look, cosmetic looks, looks mod yeah I have some I LED indicators did you, you put them oh. on they I bought I bought the bike with them but I I ah. don't really know how bright they are but they look very good and I love them some little not quite pinpoint but they're, they're quite angular spiky sharp type indicators <laughs> I like them yeah Very I gotta sleek. change my indicators for LEDs like yours because mine are just so dim they're just terrible but it goes well with the rest of the bike I mean my mods it are does, got like yeah. tail tidy which looks nice that's yeah that's like, what I need yeah you need to get one it'll make your bike look so much better from the back yeah it makes a hell of a difference but I've well, also got the Leo Vince underbody haven't I the exhaust Yep, yep. But I that's... miss an exhaust that sticks out. That's what I like. I like my exhaust that comes up the back tire like a sport bike. So yeah, I think I'll be it, on a sport of... bike again soon. Adds adds a little look to the uh, the back end of the, oh, the yeah. bike, doesn't it? Yeah, I do like it just that. Just works so well. While we we were on the uh, topic of tail tidies, mm -hmm. I was looking at getting the I think it's NRC. NCR yeah NRC tail tidy for my bike it's quite expensive 150 quid yeah what's so special about it it's an it's an integrated light the best oh, way I can I've describe it, it yeah best way I can describe it is if you get the XSR 700 you take off all the grey plastic in the circular headlight and the non-plate holders and the indicators and you replace yeah. it with a metal plate for the uh, for the uh, license plate and a thin LED strip that goes in between the rear seat and the um, sort of subframe on the back and then yeah, on the I've side of it up now yeah on the side of it it's got the the two empty bits of LED for the indicator so it's kind of integrated kind of not but you get it but this bought me, I was because I was thinking, I don't know, I don't know how legal that is. So I did did a little did a little Google and um, found out that the rear indicators need to be uh -huh. at least 180 millimeters apart to pass an MOT. I think technically that will pass because it's it's like one LED strip, isn't it? So the brake yeah. light is in the middle with the LEDs on the outside. So technically it is. They're it separate. is, uh, yeah. the 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 actual light components are separate, but I don't know if they're far enough apart to pass properly, or whether they're too close together. I'd I, have to. I, I I'd have to go it. out and give, give it a bit of a measurement. But oh, they also I, offer front turn so signals as well for an extra ninety nine pound. They look cool. I haven't seen that. I'm gonna Google that straight after this. And but a tucked plate location. That does bring me. Quite swiftly and smoothly Ooh. onto the whole aspect of the legality of certain 
modifications. Now, this is a touchy subject for some people yes. because a lot of and people... It's, it's quite complicated too. Mm-hmm. Because there's no official guideline, is there? Not really. I tried I tried doing a bit of research, but it's all sort of bit of this, bit of that. For instance, with the exhaust, this is probably the most touchy part of the subject, is exhaust noise. Yeah. And just having an exhaust. Some, pe- some people have gone, oh, no, if it's swapped from standard, that's illegal, won't pass MOT, or shouldn't pass MOT, blah, 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 blah. And some people just go... No one cares. Just do it. Have it as loud as you want. But exactly. the official, the the most common official-ish number for decibels I can find is 86. So if it exceeds 86, and that's 80 standard with a six decibel margin for mechanical noises, is what it said. Uh, okay, makes sense. That's that is how loud your exhaust can be for an MOT. Yeah, I but, remember my first. Oh, sorry, carry on. I was say, but I know when I did my MOT, yeah. they did flag up the exhaust noise, but it was only an advisory. It wasn't uh, a fail. It was an advisory. That's sort so that's sort of sort of a loophole. And that it, is. Because the official MOT testing certificate says it is up to the discretion of the MOT tester. Exactly. So it really depends who you have on the day as well. So one but, guy would pass it, one guy wouldn't. But even if it's got an MOT, it might not be road legal. Exactly. Not to point any fingers, but someone called Nafe Rides might have an illegal exhaust. We don't know. I don't doubt. We couldn't couldn't tell you if, if I had a <laughs> gun to my head. No. No. Uh, nobody really knows. But I remember my first Yamaha Wiser FR125, the 2014 edition. Yes. I had a, I told you about this before, the Dan Moto GP exhaust on it. Oh my God, yeah. It idled above the legal limit. So as soon as you turned that bike on, it was illegal. So if you revved it, it, it just hurt your ears. It was it's, so yeah, loud. I mean, you've, you've heard allegedly mine. Um, uh, without allegedly, the D, without the DB killer, in which <laughs> I do not ride on public roads without it. Don't worry. It's so loud. It sounds it like is, four litre bikes lined up next to each other. It is just painfully loud on my ear. I, I just can't ride with it out. Honestly, even with earplugs, it shakes my head and gives me a headache. I would still ride with it out because I'm a dickhead. <laughs> That's yeah. Really I that. used to ride around at 3am on that R125 with that loud oh, exhaust. no. Shooting around the town at 2 in the morning. You menace. Absolute menace. I know, 2 in the morning, in gear 2, at 3 in the morning. Now that, that Just, is something I think, the legality of it. If you're rev bombing outside a, a residential neighbourhood at 2 yes. in the morning... You should just be I, I was a bit bike, of a bike stolen, thrown in, thrown in jail for nine million years. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> anytime, anytime. I don't do that anymore. Uh, what other mods would you say is technically illegal? Because I've got one in mind that I've struggled with in the past. This is, this is a uh, good question. I'm just trying to... Hmm. Would you like me to say my one? I was just going to say, 
uh -huh. motorcycle wraps that aren't the same as the original or registered color of the bike. Yes, people change it and don't update the logbook and then they get shitty when they get caught out. That's your but fault. It's <laughs> it's not the paint color of the bike. It's a cover. It is a, it's literally a panel cover, a vinyl cover that goes on Although, top of the regular paint. You can it you can just tear cover. it tear it off in five seconds. But I would agree with the DVSA because if they send out a a stolen ping on a bike that comes up as red and it's got mm. stickers on it that makes it appear white, everyone's going to be looking for a red bike when they see white stickers. Like the anime that girl stickers that people put on. So I would <laughs> yeah, say... Sorry, what? <laughs> there needs to be a sticker-bombed section. Like yes. when it says paint and then cosmetic additions so it'd be like there's, red paint white yeah. stickers or red paint white vinyl wrap or something yes that's what it needs to be more yeah. clarification i agree with that you ready to hear my one i'm gonna stir up some yes. here you, yeah, small please. number plates now there are many <laughs> reasons you might have said number plate I, Small I do agree. Plates are great. It looks great. It looks amazing. If you are being a bit naughty, naughty, it it's also possibly allegedly helpful if you're to, to sort of you know zip out of there, make it harder for someone to read. Yeah, apparently but, cameras can't pick it up as easy, but I've never tested that myself. I do have a small no. plate, but it just makes the bike look so good. So I haven't got round to changing it yet. So, yeah, that's fair enough. It does look amazing on most bikes. There are some bikes it, it sort of looks a bit off on, but most bikes yeah. it just looks like a when lot they get better. the rectangular plates, the long ones. Yeah, it doesn't look. I like good. that on sports bike. I like that. Sport, on sport bikes, bike. it works, but people but put it on there. MTs. It just doesn't look right. Yeah, no, it looks a bit out of place. But and that you um, definitely can't read that on a camera. <laughs> no. I think that is illegal. But what yeah. I'm going to say is I have been caught for a small number plate before. Oh, no. But they didn't pull me over for having a small plate. They pulled me over for having pillion on a 125. And they came oh. up to me and said, you cannot take pillion on CBT. And then I pulled out an A1 license and they were like, what? So I got away with that and they told me, step off your bike. We want to inspect it. So I was like, great. Oh, my God. They're going to come up with something here just so they don't look like idiots yeah and he was having his you know torch out looking up and down the panels don't know what he was looking for because there's an engine in there so he can't exactly see anything else no and he, he got to the number plate and got out his tape measure <laughs> he went this is too small if i catch you riding with this again i will confiscate your motorcycle he had a bad day brought out the tape measure he brought out the tape measure and told me the exact size of a motorbike. I nearly said, I know, I'm the one who ordered it from eBay. But <laughs> <laughs> so I just told him, I didn't know. The plate was on when I got the bike. But Silence he must have... is the best thing you yeah. can ever say. But he thought I must have been an idiot because at the bottom of the number plate, it says NAFE's YZFR125. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so add my name on it uh... and I said... It, I, it wasn't me that done it. So I looked like an I idiot. Mean, and he gave me a warning. But at least it wasn't a ticket. 
Yeah. Can't, yeah. Can't ask for much more than that. But moving on to our next section of this podcast. Ooh. Off-road slash stunt bike conversions. Yes or no? Do you do you like when people convert their bike into a either a stunt bike or a like, off-road bike? Are you saying when they convert it into a stunt bike and still use it on the road? Like them dickheads in America who stretch the back wheel out like 10 foot? Yes and no. Not, not specifically that, stupid. but <laughs> I, I agree. I hate, 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 hate stretch bikes. They just look so dumb. Just say you can't go around a corner and you don't know how to ride a bike and be done with it. Exactly. So, as you said, there is some I agree with, some I don't. So, stunt yeah. bikes like the wheelie cages, the wheelie bars, you know, stuff they put on groms, um, anything like that. Stunt pegs, I agree with. Yeah, I like that, especially all but, the protection ones. I do, I do agree with those. Yes, but as soon as you start modifying the length of a bike or something, it's just unnecessary for a public well, like, road. Like when they when they make it really low, I don't, I don't get that. Yeah, exactly. You're just not going to be able to turn or go over a speed bump because no, it's like at car shows. How many people do you see scraping their bumper off as they go up a tiny hill? I just, honestly, like, it you, is you ridiculous. You just, just look stupid. I do, I do like. Having cars lower than standard, but not not on the floor, scraping everywhere. That's just ridiculous. You can tell who really cares about their vehicle, because if they want it lowered, they'll put an adjustable kit on it. So it's like yeah. the cars will go up and down. Yeah, so the if they know kit. they're... Yes, exactly. They invest the money to do it properly, instead of just, oh, I lowered the suspension so I look cool. I do agree that those kits are very expensive. Depending on yeah, the car, if you, if you were to have, I don't know, like a BMW, just anything, any BMW, you're probably looking at like yeah, two I and eight. a half grand, three grand for for the kit, a good quality kit alone. Yeah, but that's what I think needs to be a bit more regulated is these mods, because you've got people putting on Chinese suspension kits. It's yeah. they're just likely to snap. I think it's a road hazard, some of these cheap modifications for cars and bikes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I've... Like helmet has safety ratings, doesn't it? Gear has safety ratings. Exhausts yeah. uh, have regulations. Why doesn't suspension and other Chinese parts that are getting imported? Because they're dangerous. They are absolutely dangerous and just ready to fail. Exactly. So I think there needs to be regulations on mods going on vehicles. On every yes. vehicle, not just cars or motorbikes. Everything. Yeah, and I agree. Not to be like... This is a lowering kit. You can't have that. <laughs> it needs to be a safe lowering kit that does it properly. Yeah. Because I've seen it where, you know, these people on, they call it car talk. It's like TikTok yeah. for cars. Yeah. Yeah. Where they will adjust the suspension by themselves. That coil is ready to snap and kill them. I don't well, know what they're doing. A very cheap way of getting lowered suspension is by cutting the spring. Yes, I've seen someone do it. That it, I'd never understand that. If you cut that spring and it decompresses, you're as good as dead. Oh, that's a, that's a grenade. You're done. Exactly. That's, that's just a time bomb sat on the floor. Yeah. It's scariest thing ever is, is trying to. I had to do it for, for college ages ago. 
taking a is pro properly taking a uh, a spring off of a off of a um a strut. Oh and yeah. It, oh my god. Even with all the safety cages around the spring compressor, I was fearing for my life. I hate it. Absolutely hate it. Well, you would be, because if that thing snaps in the wrong direction, that's going straight through you. The amount of force yeah. they decompress with, nothing will stop it. That's worse than a bullet. It's mental. But what, what about off-road bike conversions? So knobbly tyres, some, some raised soft suspension. Yeah, like that's fine. What, Why not? Oh, what's it? Mr. Braps has done with his uh, with his Grom. He's put some off-road tires and he, he goes he goes adventuring down these oh, green that. lanes and down yeah, on the uh, forest trails. I think that's all fine because to get to them trails, you have to go on the road. So no one's going to yeah. take a truck, put a bike in the back of it and ride to the trails, are you? Exactly. So dirt bike conversion kits, skinnier tires. You get skinny tires on 125s and 50s, so what's the problem anyway? Yeah. So exactly. we know it works up to like 70 miles an hour, which is all you're going to want for the dirt track anyway. Yeah, you probably wouldn't even be going that. Exactly. So, yeah, it's fine. Why not? Uh, yeah, I like I like the off-road. I'd, I'd love to do a bit of off-roading, to be fair. So would I. Never, I want to try my MT on it. it. I, I, that would I did be a little bit. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I tried it. I was stuck in a car park. A gravel car park and i could go across this little field to get back to the road or i could brave the gravel i chose the oh, field no. and it was very bumpy and it was quite fun the suspension felt nice don't blame you gravel is satan's curse upon the earth i hate gravel it just hurts everything about it the look but even when i push the bike on gravel my back wheel will slip i don't know what's wrong <laughs> with me i'm cursed to gravel that is yeah that is mildly unfortunate so, I guess moving on to the next next subject on my list of subjects. Subject. Your list. It's, it's not really a subject. I guess it's just sort of, sort of something to, something to bring up is um, Bennett's motorcycle insurance. They have a okay. certain list of mods that they class as standard that you don't need to tell them about. Do they? I and didn't I thought, know that. The most interesting ones are an exhaust, air filters, braided brake lines, tail tidies, and those sort of double bubble screens. Yeah, that's fair enough. They're just mostly cosmetic, aren't they? Not many exhausts on motorbikes actually add that much performance. No. And it is, but, I mean, the air filter will add probably a little bit, but not, not much. Yeah, if that's not but, something they'll care about, though, is it? But you don't... You, don't even need to let them know. Don't even need to say, hey, I've got this, by the way. They'll it's, they interested, it's interesting they say braided brake lines because I didn't even know that technically counted as a declarable mod. I should probably call my insurance tomorrow. Well, it depends <laughs> who you're insured with. It's with Bennett's. Don't need to let them know. <laughs> no, I'm with Bikeshaw. They're good. I like Bikeshaw. Yeah, Bikeshaw are good. Mm. But yeah, I, th I think that's quite a good... It encourages people to not only have a bike that's their own but yeah to be more invested in bikes because i know if i could change the exhaust on my bike i probably wouldn't have it but it also sounds like bennett is a bit more trusting of yes. their users because they're like you can have these mods and you don't have to tell us but if you get yeah. a more performance engaging mod like a power commander you need to tell us yeah 
I because it's just completely like that. Let's be honest. If you go to a bike meet and look at 10 people's modded bikes, how many of them mods do you think are actually declared on the insurance? Oh, none of them. Exactly. Absolutely no one declares them. their mods. Everyone I speak to, no, I didn't tell them about my exhaust. That I put my price up. But they're going to have exactly. a crash. Well, yeah. Yeah, and then they can't make a claim. They'll be found out for not having insurance. And that's something I don't like about the insurance companies. Because why do I have to spend an extra 500 quid because I have a nice sounding exhaust? I don't. Yeah, it doesn't so make only... it more stealable. If someone's going to steal it, they're going to steal it. Yeah, exactly. If they want it, they will pick it up and put it in the back of a van. It's the same with any motorbike yeah. bike now. It's yeah. just sad. It is quite sad. Because you could even ground anchor it to the floor and put an alarm system in like I do. And mm. but they will just, just cut through grind it, it off. It. Yep. But there is something interesting I found. I'm going off topic for a second. About security. Yeah. I found a security device the other day made by Meta, which is the same people I use now for alarm systems. Yeah. And you pay a monthly fee and you put a GPS system in your bike. And if right. you, it gets reported as stolen, they get the location updated every few seconds and they send a private security team to go get your bike. That is so cool. How cool is that? Like your bike gets stolen, that. you have a private security team to go get I, it off the dickhead that took it. <laughs> I actually love that. It is expensive. It's like 80 to 100 a month when you might not use it. Ooh. If you live in London... That is so worth it. Oh, 100%, because bikes get nicked all the time in London. Exactly. Watch some private security beat up some thief. <laughs> start a little gang war over my security device. I mean, I'd make the most of that and just start putting my bike in stealable places just so people steal it and then just get, get beat their up by kids. private security. <laughs> yeah. I used to It'd have... Be, it would know... be my monthly entertainment. Oh, 100%. You can stick a camera on the bike as well, hidden. You just listen to exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. I guess we'll use that time to move on to the next the next topic, subject, thing, item, agenda, whatever you want to yeah. call it. I just, not really mods. One of them is, but requirements for UK track day riding. Oh, okay. That's an interesting there is, topic. There is one mod you well, mod on some bikes, standard on some, that you need to have. As of I think it's January twenty twenty, I think, or somewhere oh, so relatively new. So relatively what is it? new. It is a brake lever guard. A if you oh, want to front. do, yeah. If you oh, want that's to do why my dad a track started day, putting them on my bikes. Exactly. If you want to do a track day. Then most of the UK tracks, some some of them I think don't really mind, but most of the major UK tracks will require you to have a front brake lever guard. Oh, I didn't know that. But for a track day, I'd, I'd say like, you said about the requirements, didn't you? Yes. I, I would, my instant go-to is a incredibly expensive full-piece suit and incredibly expensive very protective helmet yeah because yeah. you're going to be going 200 miles an hour and if you need the gear because there you are, will crash eventually 
there are rules on the suits as well. It Is either it? has to be a one-piece full leather suit with a back protector. Yeah. Or a two-piece full leather suit with a back protector again that zips all the way around from hip to hip. All the way 360s all the way around so it cannot have any gaps or rips or tears or anywhere it can get caught and yep. sort of rip apart. See, that I completely are the, agree with. Those are the only two things you can wear for a track day. See, that is good because on the road, if you have a crash, you send it where someone's jacket will physically ride up them and they'll start scraping their back across the floor. Yes, yeah. A lot, a lot of jackets will have like a little belt loop thing at the bottom so you can hook it to your belt so that doesn't happen. Yeah, that's, I didn't know that, so that's a good point. should probably look at that. <laughs> yeah, it's a useful thing. For those I want to do a track day one day. I do as well. I really do. We'll have to do think... a live podcast on the track. Oh my god. I, I think might we be can a do bit, that. A bit difficult. A thousand followers will do a live podcast on the track. <laughs> <laughs> what's the worst that can happen? Just ride, ride around for a bit? Probably. Probably stream yeah, ride around. Have a chat. Stick the GoPros up. off the cameras. Easy. Yeah, it'd be fine. We'll live stream easy, it to the easy, Bikers easy. Podcast YouTube channel. Exactly, yeah. Done. And you could, we could do the podcast while riding around the track. Exactly. I've, that's an idea. A thousand followers, we're doing that, okay? So it's in your guys' hands now. Sticking to, to, the, to the track day theme, what yep. would you do to a bike if you were having it as solely as just a track bike? What, what okay. bike would you get first, and what would you do to it? R1 straight away. Figured you'd say that, yeah. Yeah, R1, but I'd get the... I, I keep getting the letters in the wrong order. Is it GYTR edition? Uh, yes. Maybe. It's got all the fancy panels, no headlights, full titanium Aquapovic straight-lined exhaust system that is way too loud for public roads. <laughs> I want the loud exhaust... Shorty levers, I want the panels, I want the stickers, I want perfect air air aerodynamics, I want everything on that bike I could possibly need. I want several camera mounts, because nice, track yeah. day is very impressive if you know what you're doing. I mean, if, oh, I, yeah. if I did one today, I would look like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can agree I would look completely stupid and slow, but that's why they have the beginner, beginner section. It's yeah, and if like I'm us. right... You have to take a license to go on the track, don't you? The ACU. Yes. Uh, that's only for competition riding, I believe. Ah, you can most most regular track days. You can just show up with your own regular driver's license, as long as you've got all the correct equipment and yeah. the gear and stuff, and just get on with it. Get into oh, cool. a beginner group and just go. We'll start doing track days then. If it wasn't so expensive, I'd already be doing it. Oh no, it's ridiculous. I used to go to him with my dad and his mate Kev. It, yeah. it was great days out. We just watched oh, yeah. the bikes racing round and dad used to have a go. It was great. <laughs> Missed them days of being a kid. I didn't really understand what was going on, which is a shame because I'd love it now. It is, yeah. It's something I've never had the chance to properly get to, but I would really love it. One day we'll get there, I promise. Oh, yeah. I, I, I will take us there together. <laughs> it's going to be, it'll be a good day. So what no. would you do to your track bike and which one would you get? I 
I am a very big lover of the S the previous gen S1000 double R. I had a feeling you were going to say BMW because I think you've mentioned it in the past. I just love the look of the bike. It looks absolutely stunning. They are Although, stunning. I completely agree. For, for if I'm starting right now, buying a bike, never ridden track, I'd probably go for an R6 or some other 600 class bike first. Purely so I can absolutely nail any sort of um, form and technique of cornering and riding before yeah, that's understandable. I get onto a bigger bike. See, now I'm different. I'm an idiot. I would <laughs> straight away go, get me that R125. <laughs> that's understandable. I can't really, uh, One, two, can't five really argue on that. the track. R125 versus R6. Who will oh be the God. true winner? <laughs> I mean, there's there's a good video I've seen on YouTube of um, of a 400 on the corners just overtaking Lita. But he was, he was, I think the guy was on a, an H2 and he was overtaking him on the corners. Was that a Ninja 400? Or was yeah, that 400. Uh, I think it was a Ninja 400. Because they are so light and easy to manoeuvre around corners that you, That's the you thing. don't lose torque going around the corners. They are, yeah, they're so much more nimble. You can get in and through the corners a lot quicker. It's just the straights where the litre bikes will just shoot off. Yeah. But Yeah, I agree there. The mods I think I do to the bike. Mm -hmm. First and foremost, this is an R6. All the body okay. panels off. Everything. Lights, rear lights, indicators, all that off. Okay, got it. So Replace the frame with, past your track bike. Well, well no, not quite. <laughs> Replace with fiberglass lightweight body panels. Mm -hmm. I'm going for that that lightness. Add more lightness. That's what you should do. Yep. So weight reduction is your main plan. It's the, the go-to. You could, I could even, if I'm really going for it, lightweight wheels. So um, maybe if um, maybe not carbon fiber, a bit too expensive. Carbon some, fiber some, frame. Some, some alloy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> some alloy wheel. Lightweight alloy wheel. Yeah. Um. Obviously, that I'd ha I'd have, have to have a brake light, but I'd be getting rid of the headlight completely and the indicators. No indicators. Uh, no mirrors. They're gone. Um. I'd probably see what I could do about the grips. Get some nice, comfortable, supportive grips. And depending on the bike, different throttle tube or throttle tube mods for that responsiveness okay yeah uh change the brake and clutch levers not sure if i can go for shorty ones but i definitely have some adjustable i love nice, adjustable ones comfortable because it feels different for the whole range for each setting doesn't yes. it yes yes i love it my my clutch i think is adjustable but not my brake and it's a bit bit annoying i need to i need to uh, get some some uh, adjustable ones get some chinese uh, ones that aren't regulated yet yeah, go for it. <laughs> uh, what else would I do? I would braided brake lines. Got to have that nice, oh, solid, not so squishy. Well, that, that's the thing. Bra if you get braided, braided ones, the um, the braided part of it means they're less likely to expand under the brake pressure, which gives you better ah. responsive feeling under braking. I've got braided brake lines on my MT, so I'm like a race there bike. You go. 
You basically have a racing anti. I do. I do. It's been dynoed. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I would probably also change or upgrade the seat. Maybe that's probably one of the later things I do for just sort of comfort. Uh, what else could you do? I guess it's sort of a mod, but adjusting or changing the um, the, the 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 pegs and the the foot foot controls, so the gears and the brake foot brake, to do whichever height is comfortable and best for you to get. And same same with the uh, clutch and brake on the bars. I'd adjust the height of that, so I'm not having to reach over and grab i can just get it quickly yeah and which is fair enough you want to think about, about responsiveness it. don't you i want it so i can ride the bike without having to think about anything other than where i'm going yeah that's really cool actually that's a good idea it's all, it's all about the lightness and the responsiveness of the bike that will make you super duper quick i think and that'll like, get you that first place much better I have no experience in this. This is all just me making things up, really. So uh, <laughs> we're just talking. We're just talking shit. We don't know what we're actually talking about. Yeah, no, I've no. Fun fact: we've never actually rode a motorbike either of us. <laughs> no, we're, we're lying to you this whole time. <laughs> we are. We are avid bus travelers. We are. Yes, we are. We take the we're, bus we're, everywhere. My favorite is the S5, personally. <laughs> that is a that is a decent bus. Yeah. Do you also get the S5? I, on occasion, I have. So oh. I have, but wow, we we have the same bus go through our locations. Interesting. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. We get the same bus come through. Yeah. I was thinking. Do you have any questions about any mods or anything that you want to ask me? Ask you. Uh, if. Hang on, if it was legal for you to take the baffle out of your exhaust, would you do it or would you leave it in? I would leave it in. You'd leave it in even if it was completely legal? It gives me headaches. <laughs> yeah, but I just it put headphones so... in for that. I have earplugs in. Already? And it still gives me headaches. Bloody hell. It, I, sh I it shakes my head. Uh, that is loud. You got a vibration issue. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe just a little Possibly. Bit. Possibly. But that's... that's okay. Possibly a little one. Yeah. I think that will have to be the end of this because it's running quite long. This is longer than last week's one. This is, this is quite... It's going to have to do a lot of cutting down on this. Yes, I'm going to have to... Take out everything that's not important and we'll have a five-minute podcast. <laughs> I was about to say the same. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, I thank everyone for being here. Oh, do a little, do a little prayer. Little, and, little prayer. Uh, I'll be hosting I next guess, week, so. Yeah, you will be. Yep. So it's, next it's, week, guys, is personal stories. Oh, I'm excited, <laughs> but it, it has been fun. Uh, and I hope to see you again. <laughs>